1: Your co host, Daniela. Welcome to Making Sense of Success, a podcast dedicated to finding the meaning of success and empowerment. Stay tuned every Saturday for new episodes. You can find us on Instagram at Making Sense of Success. Uh, please feel free to email us at Making Sense of Success at gmail.com if you'd be interested in sharing your stories of success and empowerment.
2: Well, welcome, Meredith. Did you want to give us a little short bio about yourself, um, your favorite hobbies, your
3: favorite color? Absolutely. Hi, everyone. I'm Meredith Youngson. Uh, I'm the founder of Lake & Oak Tea Company. We make um, superfood teas and adaptogen blends that are organic and healthy and functional and super tasty. Um, I'm also a cook and a recipe developer, so my life is all about food and um, tasty things, and with a a dash of nutrition thrown in there.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What do you... um... I guess, do on a daily basis that creates um, a sense of like, I don't know, what is the word? Um, fulfillment.
3: There we go. Oh, that's a, that's quite a question. Um, I think that's sort of like what I've tried to create with my, my, my career and my lifestyle. It's kind of to bring fulfillment. Um, like my career is my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So everything kind of flows into one, which makes it great sometimes and also very stressful sometimes. So when your hobby is also your job, it's it can blur the lines a little bit and you can get burnt out, but it is very fulfilling to do what you love day in and day out. So that's sort of like very fulfilling, I would say.
2: That's it's nice to participate in things that fulfill you every single day cuz not a lot of people can say that they do. And for that reason being any other cause we, you know, can't really control, but uh being able to do something every single day that fulfills you is kind of like the dream, you know?
3: Totally. Um I was thinking about your question of what like defines success and I was like, well, I I see it as definitely different for every person so it's not I mean especially these days it's people don't necessarily think the millionaire with the yacht is leaving is leading a perfect life like it's not necessarily that's not there's not one way to be successful so you know having a fulfilling day-to-day experience is pretty much successful as you can get I guess it doesn't mean everything's perfect let's be honest it's not by any. (laughs) yeah for sure
1: (laughs) and I think yeah a lot of the time we don't really see like what's going on behind someone like in their personal lives always just Mm -hmm. because right not everyone's going to share that information of course so when you're talking about someone for example who makes maybe a really high salary and as you were saying has a yacht and everything you never really know if that's fulfilling them or if they're actually happy in
3: life right absolutely and people are are finding new ways to to make a living and to define success for them. So I think it's pretty exciting time. In, in a way, it's it's overwhelming with so with the amount of things that you can choose to do um, with your life, mm-hmm. but it's also empowering for sure.
2: Has there been any sort of like advice that you've kept to you um, tried to keep at hand whenever you're going through a, a strong? Strong good time or a strong bad time?
3: I think the the idea um, to, t- to take action, just continue, like, just keep going, essentially. Like, don't don't um, give up, just slow down, I guess. If things get really hard, um, it doesn't mean you, like, don't throw in the towel, but, like, take, take a breather, you know? That, um, I mean, that has definitely kept me, over the past 10 years, building what I've been trying to do, because um, I kind of for I went through a stage where I was a, a quitter, I would call myself like, if things got hard, I would give up, I'd be the first person to quit a job if there was any sort of trouble um, with relationships, like just I was a big quitter. And I think changing that mentality to just be in it for the long haul and um, go through those tough times um, has helped me a lot.
2: I think that's the, my favorite advice literally ever just because I, I put it into my own life, obviously. And yeah. I think, If I'm gonna run, I can't stop moving because then I'll quit. You have to keep make sure you're moving at all times, even if it's just a slow jog. I'm not a runner, so it's always gonna be a slow jog, um, and not a run. So it's like it's nice to be able to put advice into your own life and your own experiences for sure. I
3: I love that you related it to running because um, I was I'm working a lot on um, kindness to yourself and just goes some. like what's the word self um, I'll just say self-kindness so self-acceptance right and so like Mm -hmm. with your analogy with running um, so I I started running like many people during COVID because there's nothing else to do and when it got really hot I couldn't um, I couldn't run as long and I'm like well I could just stop or I could you know as you said walk a little bit and just continue to go out three and four times a week but you might not get the same output but so it's kind of like I love that analogy that you that you brought up <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's hard working out is really hard but literally life is hard in general yeah but as long I know. As, like, you keep moving and you're like learning from everything and every choice that you make I feel like that's what's going to deter you from quitting and really make yourself proud
3: Absolutely. Yeah. Stringing those days together that like, it's like giving up completely or doing like two, like stringing those days together. So it becomes like a lifestyle. Yeah, that's an. That's absolutely.
2: <laughs> and then as we talk about your passion, um, did you want to give us a little bit about the reason why you started to work with uh, tea?
3: Absolutely. So it's kind of an interesting, I, it's weird because I'm. I was never like, a tea person. There's like standard tea people, you know, them, they have like 40 teas in their cupboard. (laughs) There's those people, everyone knows those people. I wasn't that person, but I was, I had finished studying holistic nutrition and I'd finished university. And, and I was at that stage, a lot of young people um, are at where like, they're sort of like the quarter life crisis, like you're experiencing anxiety, you're experiencing depression, you're not sure what's going on with your body. Um, It's all new to you. Um, And so I started playing around with um, herbs, like herbs as medicine, you know, um, creating these um, natural blends. So the sort of um, quick and simple healthy remedy for these um, for these symptoms that I was experiencing, and that kind of got me got me really into making teas because I was like, oh, how do I feel good right now with something that's awesome for you? I wasn't ready to commit to supplement or medication. Obviously, um, nothing wrong with that, but and for my experience, I wanted to work with something like herbal tea, so that's what really got me started into teas um, and then it kind of just went from there so like the my first blend was an anti, anti-anxiety blend we call it ashwagandha and chill and from there I created like not there's like nine blends up. so kind of just spiraled oh wow yeah um
1: did it just kind of come out I guess as like a hobby in addition to that and then like work its way
3: into a business Yes. I think the, the time of it being a hobby was very short because I, I'm a creative and a creative person that just loves putting things out into the world. Like I'm a blogger. So I'm a, you guys know you create, you create podcasts. So like, it's just like something in you that needs to put it out into the world. So it was kind of like, let's do this. And like, I was, I was following podcasts like this, like for 10 years, like I need to, I want to do something, you know? So it was kind of like, let's just do it.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's so awesome.
3: Yeah. I think when you find, like, when you have that spark of an idea, like, you sometimes it's just like, well, this is the one I have to follow. And it just felt right. Yeah. So.
2: Yeah, I agree. Like, this podcast, Danielle and I, it's our little baby that we're both trying to blossom
3: <laughs> with. It's amazing. Yeah, I love it. And you're obviously you. talking to so many people along the way. I mean, this is exactly the kind of podcast that I would listen to. So,
2: oh, thank you. Do you have, um, like any plans um, or any goals for your company at the moment that you kind of want to put in the works?
3: Absolutely. So we had, and over the past two years, we worked a lot uh, boutiques, spas and cafes. Um, But I, but we haven't, I'd like a little bit more traction. So we're trying to sort of, you know, put a little bit more um, acceleration into like what we're doing and we're going to try to get into some larger stores, um, starting this fall, some like larger grocery stores and health food stores. And, and to get, do that, we're going to, I'm creating this like co- um, compostable and biodegradable uh, packaging. So it's it's obviously super eco-friendly and that's what I'm working on now, creating like a beautiful and also eco-friendly packaging that will uh, work in, you know, your whole food stores. So that's what I was- I'm really working on.
2: Yeah, I was looking at your Instagram, like just you know, in loving the love your gram. It's beautiful. <laughs> love all you. the matcha, Danielle and I love it. Oh, yeah. Um, we saw that you had like switched to glass mm-hmm. for your packaging. How has that been for you?
3: Yeah, uh, thanks for noticing. It was it was interesting. So, um, I mean, our whole thing was always we wanted to, to be beautiful because I just didn't see. I mean, in Toronto, I didn't see tea companies that I really wanted to have. You know, sh- uh, shown in my pantry, nothing was like that attractive and aesthetically pleasing. So that was the initial idea, like something pretty that you can gift. Um, and then there was obviously the added bonus of it being recyclable and reusable. So people um, have really resonated with that. Um, there was definitely the tricky time where, like, I'm like, oh, glass is really heavy, and oh, glass breaks in the mail. So like, there was that. There was definitely that hump last year where a bunch of shit basically broke when I sent it. But like, we oh no, shipping yeah, yeah. But like, I feel like that happens to it's like you try you put your toe in the water you try something something doesn't work it's just part of the it's part of the whole experience right so like mm-hmm. that we haven't had a breakage in a while so <laughs> you learn right like exactly yeah.
2: it's also nice to have glass because like it's so easy to repurpose it I mean mm-hmm. kind of you got to like take the tags off but you know stickers but that's hard but it's nice that you chose a different um path to um, go with since a lot of companies who are in the herbal tea um, niche do um, like paper bags and it's kind of nice to see that there is a company who cares about um, making the change kind of like as fast as possible.
3: Absolutely. Uh, We just launched um, our bulk tea. So basically, Mm -hmm. instead of buying a new jar every time, you can buy a big bulk bag of tea and refill it. So people have been asking for that. And so we quickly kind of responded because I totally appreciate that. You don't want to have like eight jars stacked up because some people really rely on the tea every day. Right.
2: Right. Yeah. That's how I feel with like all my Trader Joe's like sweet chili (laughs) sauces. They're like the coolest bottle ever, but there's like not a lot of product. And I have like eight of them. Don't know what I'm going to do with them. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And you almost want to save the bottle, but then you're like, what am I actually going to do with this?
2: So, yeah. Yeah. A lot of salsa bottles for propagating (laughs) plants. That's just what it it does. Um, Have you experienced a lot of hardships um, with starting your company and the blog or anything that has kind of made you change your mind about a few things?
3: For sure. I would say um, most of my hardships were, were internal struggles rather than things that happened externally. So like, um, as I mentioned, with anxiety and depression, um, it's not something that just goes away. It's just things that you um, manage. And um, when you when you are creating something for the world um, and you're putting out into the world, whether it's like a blog post or product, um, it, it brings up a lot of insecurity. Uh, shame like old unresolved issues like these things come out when you're working on these things and you're and you're connecting with other people so you it it definitely challenges you to work through them Um, like whether you're like um, going to pitch your product to a new company or you're going on the news to talk about something like these are all things that um, are really challenging for certain people and so like it's Those are more the struggles I would say that I have been dealing with over like the past 10 years. But it like it definitely forces you to better yourself in every way.
2: For sure. And I think like a lot of people in this day and age kind of like have that imposter syndrome type of like thing that happens to them and they just crash you know what I mean like they're like oh I can totally do this and then once they've done it they're like talking themselves out of it and thinking that they're like a fraud and that they don't have the knowledge to back themselves up and it's kind of just like a mind game and you're like why is my mind being like this someone can be completely credible and all of like their daily tasks and own personal struggles make it hard and not fun in a whole business
3: (laughs) especially when on the outside they look cool as a cucumber right like when i um my biggest uh, past fall i took part in a cooking competition um on a reality show which isn't released yet but i was experiencing like major 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 self-doubt like i who am i to do this like i don't know how to do and like talking to my therapist she's like can you think about um like a a chef that you admire and like how do you think he felt the first time he was on tv and just thinking how like everyone goes through that feeling of self-doubt and feeling like they're they're not enough and all you can do is just like keep like keep at it honestly and put on a brave face
2: (laughs) everyday struggles of 2020 honestly right there um how are you able to manage like your time to make sure you're doing the things that you love? I, you said that you like to enjoy cooking. Is that correct?
3: Yeah. So cooking is also my job. I work in recipe oh. develop, development as well. Yeah. I'm a classic millennial where you have like three, uh, three things that you're doing at once. But, I love um, it. Yeah. <laughs> so great. yeah. It's like, yeah, oh, I do this and I, do, I don't really consider it um, either my side hustle. I kind of uh-huh. just do both, but, um, it's hard to manage. Absolutely. Especially, yeah. As, as I mentioned, like when your hobby is your job, it, it can feel like you're working all the time, but um, you de- uh, yeah, I, the priori- I'm trying to work on prioritizing, <laughs> I guess is the best, one. you know, what needs to be done and what's just a, what's just a fluffy thing that I want to do. Yeah. Prioritizing a
1: time. Hey guys, so as you may know, Sierra and I use uh, Anchor to record our podcast. It's really the easiest way to make a podcast. First of all, it's free. They also provide you with creation tools, which allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your cell phone or
2: computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. The best part is, is you can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Just make sure you download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Has being able to have cooking as one of your jobs been able to um help better your tea business?
3: For sure. Um I'm like a taste first person, then like nutrition second, so my um like if you eat my food you'll know like it's it's rich it's hearty but it's pretty healthy in a way too so um my blends are all designed to be like enjoyed you know like i'm not not the not the typical like medicinal tasting herbal tea so that's sort of the idea behind them and i think that's why they have been um successful like they have a lot of repeat customers which is what is a good sign you know people drinking them like oh this is the best chai i've ever had this is the best this so like that definitely shows um and i'm really proud of that because it's got to a- taste good at the end of the day
2: <laughs> big sucker for chai tea and a okay, lot of chais have honey in it and i'm i'm vegan so i can't oh my god you know, do the honey thing yeah um and i'm like why there's yeah. stevia there's monk fruit why does it maple. have to be honey
3: right and can't, yeah i put maple syrup and everything um i was vegan for 4 years so i appreciate it and you know being vegan actually inspired a lot of what i do now uh, cuz it's such a i don't know it's such an interesting um it's an inspiring time like when you're like being a vegan it's inspiring like at the end of the story there's just so much going on in the vegan culture and yeah
2: (laughs) there is a lot going on you're like who's gonna yell at me today but who's gonna uplift me for eating a nectarine i don't know who is it gonna be
3: (laughs) yeah and what are people doing with cauliflower today i don't know
2: right yeah there's a
3: lot yeah (laughs) or like yeah chickpea brine yeah
2: oh yeah aquafaba Never done anything with aquafaba, but I've tr- kind of tried in my brain. Didn't actually execute it, but we're, we're getting there.
3: I know. Um, I know. It's I know. The other are. day, someone was like, do you want my chickpea brine to make something with it? I'm like, honestly, no. Like, I, I, I don't want your chickpea brine. But, um, yeah.
2: <laughs> that is the best thing I've ever heard.
3: <laughs> oh, oh, my, my God. God. <laughs> Who asked me that? forget. It.
2: Um. Do you have like your own personal favorite tea or recipe that you've ever made?
3: Oh, well, wow. I know. Um, I, make, I make a lot of spicy food. Um, so like I would say like my favorite recipe would be like a Thai curry or an Indian curry. I like things really flavorful um, over the top. Um, so definitely like Thai or Indian cuisine. Um, in terms of tea, um, right now I'm drinking ashwagandha and chill because it's just like my, I had like, you know, a bit of a tummy ache this morning because and it just like chills me out I and mean, then you can have it all day so I would say my ashwagandha tea is great but I am a sucker for matcha so I'm glad you guys are are fans like so good with milk
2: yeah. oh yes <laughs> um for anybody kind of wanting to start their businesses and really do the two two businesses thing without that kind of being a one being like a side hustle what would you what would you tell them
3: in order to make it work, I would say find, if you can, like find two things that you're at least semi, you have to be pretty passionate and invested in them to, to do both, or you'll probably just get burnt out pretty quick, unless it's like a transition. But yeah, I would say definitely um, do some soul searching and think, like even I, I, like every day I question, I'm like, do I still want to be doing both of these at the same time? And think about what you want to be doing in five and 10 years. I'm like, yeah, I can't see myself not blogging I can't see myself not having a product into the world so I just have to make it work essentially so just think about your ideal day and what that would look like and does it involve both of these things or these three things or like yeah I would just think about your ideal day and how that relates to what you are working on now
1: that's a really good way of looking at it just because I think a lot of the time everyone has like these big dreams right but in the long term it's kind of hard to I guess quantify it in like a 24-hour type of thing of what that would look like in your day-to-day life and how much time you're actually willing to commit to something um so no that's definitely a good perspective to take on it (laughs) I'm like thinking to myself I'm like that's yeah (laughs) I've got to look at things that
3: way now. Absolutely. Especially because sometimes your ego can trick you into thinking you want certain things. Like if I said to myself, I want to be a model tomorrow, it's like, well, what is that going to involve? Like eight hours a day standing? Or do I like people? Not like, you know, like you just have to think about what you, what you actually want to do. It's, it's so simple, but it's like, it's a thing that for a lot of my twenties, I didn't think about, but um, yeah, totally.
1: You're talking to the right people then. because yeah, like, yeah. We're just right around there. Yes. I, yeah.
3: You guys are ahead of the game.
2: <laughs> we we try sometimes. I mean, yeah on the day. day. <laughs> <laughs> um what was I was like I literally had the question in my brain. Uh, of
1: course. The Sunday yeah. Sunday sun. <laughs> I did I did want to mention something earlier that you had said earlier. I really it really resonated with me, but and I've been trying to go about things more like that, but like why not me? Like having yeah. that type of mentality for oh, things. Because I, I, I think it's really hard to have that. Oh yeah. But, um, I don't know. I've been kind of trying to put myself out there more and stuff. I've always liked like a challenge and all that. So, mm-hmm. um, I've tried having that mentality and that's helped me a lot actually. Um, just cause that's it, it, it does encourage you. It really does.
3: And it's infectious too. Like I, the, why not? Yeah. The, why not me? Totally. Um, I've def like for example, uh, five years, ago, four years ago, I took up a, a position that was definitely, um, I was not qualified for. And I, I got the position and I was just like, fuck it. Like, why not? Like, why not apply? <laughs> and since then it's been like, that has changed my mindset. Like I, like, like you said, why not me? I, I deserve this. If I think if, if it's something I'm interested in um, and I, I can like, I can make it happen. So yeah.
1: Definitely. And like, even for, in terms of a job, as you were saying, position, um like my mom would always tell me I remember she'd be like apply anyway even if you're not qualified because you never know
3: what'll happen that's amazing I love it that's a great wow. supporter <laughs> that would, I yeah, know. That's, <laughs> that's totally my advice to my friends I'm like and my and my partner I'm like come on like it says five years experience you got two perfect
2: yeah it's fine <laughs> and then there's me and I see all the requirements for the job and I'm like oh yep outlook microsoft can't do those but i can do google sheets that maybe next
3: time maybe next time
2: <laughs> but those i mean are bullshit
3: anyways yeah. i i feel like the people who write those they're just like no they're just trying to yeah i don't know especially like,
1: like the five-year experience like a lot of the time it's really hard if you can't even get like an entry-level job in your field to have those like five years to be able to do that but then Absolutely. it's like now the entry level job has that requirement. So it's like, where do you get those five years?
3: <laughs> oh my, God. my way around that is like, like work it into like, you're either volunteering or your hobby. Mm-hmm. Like if you wanted to be an accountant, you could just be like, I account on my own or not. I do finances on my own time. Here's my finance blog. I don't know. Like there's right. so many ways now that you can show that you act. you can fake it, like show if you really care, you can show how you are. It is a part of your life. Absolutely. Um, somehow.
2: Hmm. I feel that. I'm not even close to being done with college, but I really do feel like being getting a job in my field one day. Mm-hmm. I will. I will say, why not me? Why not yeah. me to own this <laughs> entire company HR right out yeah, of college?
3: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you gotta. I mean, we'll start somewhere. Yeah,
2: exactly. We'll, why not start yeah. big? Go big or go home. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> As we gear towards wrapping this episode up in a way, what is something that you kind of want people to know? It can be anything, absolutely anything. Just something you could tell an entire room of people without caring what anybody is going to
3: say back. I would say work towards. Be Like, at the end of the day, work towards being the authentic you um, no matter how I – mean, no matter the journey that that will take you on. I think that's, like, all we can really do. Um, yeah.
2: I know. You're like, I'm so, going to be thinking about that question all yeah. day long now.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> just like, I am going to thinking always, about that. Yeah. There's always that one time in our life where, like, why can't we just – why can't we just tell somebody – what we want them to know what we want an entire room of people to know without anybody trying to rebuttal you or trying to argue with you about anything and have them just like listen just yelling at people whatever you want and that's I think what it, we're doing here
3: I think just like you're amazing like when I think like general, like to, to like you're in a wonderful person you can do what you, you can do anything that you want I think is what I would want to say to anyone and I want to say it to my friends who are like in jobs they don't necessarily like. I want to say it to, you know, my partner. I want to say it to my sister, like I want to say it to people who aren't in the position that they want to be and they feel stuck. Like, yeah, you are like, you're capable of anything, I guess.
2: I think that's a really good one. I needed that one. <laughs> I feel stuck
3: Amazing. in life, but
2: Woo! that's okay. Um, and then do you have any small businesses you'd like to give a shout out to, um, especially during this pandemic? Um, we'd like to give a little spotlight on a small business so we can purchase from there.
3: That's amazing. Um, Yes, Shelby Naturals. um, I'm like a huge, I'm just a fangirl. It's a skincare brand, and it is local to Toronto, um, but she sells all over North America. And it's just very, very simple, natural um, nutritionist made uh, skincare. Mm -hmm. And it just, and it makes your skin look amazing. At the end of the day, that's that's key. But she's also wonderful. I met her at a, a pop-up market and I've just been a fangirl ever since. So I highly recommend Shelby Naturals.
2: Alrighty. Yeah. And would you like to yeah, include your socials where people can
3: either find your
2: blog, the tea. Or... Absolutely.
3: Yeah, so um, my my tea handle is Lake and Oak Tea, and then my food blog is earthandoven.com. And that's where you can find my food.